0: And we're back on the uh, KYMN Morning Show. Joining us now in our studios, we do have a couple of uh, special guests. We have Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell (laughs) and City Engineer Dave Bennett. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in today. We're going to talk about, you know, Bridge Square today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think of Bridge Square. I don't think of the snow-covered Bridge Square (laughs) (laughs) that we're looking at right now. But uh, you think of greens, green space and a place to gather for the community and such. Yeah. Northfield has gone through uh, uh, some planning, a planning process about the future of if not only bridge square we're kind of getting to that right now but the whole riverfront development and why don't we start off with just a little bit of history on 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 the planning process and and uh, what you've gone through so far
1: so if i could just back up just one second jeff just in terms of the why so our downtown as you know you work here every day Mm -hmm. you're here probably earlier than most people right? Our downtown really plays host to a substantial amount of people Monday through Saturday. Sundays, it's a little bit more quiet, but we see a lot of activity, and we're seeing even more uh, during our summer months. When it's a little bit, you don't have to hop over the the snowdrifts and things like I did this morning to make it into the office today. But we really play host to a large number of people and people want to be in our downtown. So providing a gathering space where people can be together uh, for people of all ages and all abilities is really what this downtown riverfront plan is about. But Bridge Square, that park, plays a really central role to that and has throughout the centuries since ever since northfield was created it was a gathering spot and primarily it was more dirt right <laughs> A watering hole for your horses and things like that but it's evolved over time and so this is just one more step to evolve and make it an even better place for the future generations so i've yeah just the why behind it's such mm-hmm. an important part for our community
0: now the uh, history behind that you've uh, its the whole riverfront we're looking at I mean, people have in the 21st century a lot different view of what uh, the riverfront could be than they did in the 20th or 19th <laughs> centuries yes. uh, so uh, Dave maybe you can talk a little bit about the uh, the planning process that the, sure. uh, the more recently we've gone through
2: yeah so just so really, it started back in 2014, where there was uh, the development of the Bridge Square plan and extensive engagement, and it really arrived at four different alternatives for what it, the Bridge Square, you know, what what it, what the vision or what it could look like. So really, with four different alternatives, there's really not one to move forward with. So so fast forward to 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 last year, really. So we're once once the Riverfront Enhancement Action Plan was completed, one of the the key task related to that was really to try to figure out what what is that final concept plan or what what are we really trying to do with Bridge Square? So we've been working with the team of uh, Bruce Jacobson, Bob Close, and Julie Aldrich to really help uh, take those four alternatives and really re-engage the public and try to get it into to one final concept. So that started in the fall last year. We went through an engagement process. We There was a concept out there previously trying to take the four alternatives and we tried to blend them into one based on some of the input that we've heard and really we've now we have a a, another draft concept out that we're taking input on from the public so you know i I think a, a few of the things that we've heard and i you know throughout the process is uh parking uh keep Keep as much parking. Do not eliminate parking. So it's important that we we have the parking. We've heard we've heard about the fountain and the monument uh, that those should stay and remain. You know the popcorn cart should stay. Uh, I'd say that we've heard through the initial process now is really the Water Street the segment that's been closed uh, with the temporary barriers kind of through the COVID as a trial. That it seems like there's a lot of support to cont- look at closing that segment of street. Um, but the but the other streets really I think remaining open so that the vehicles can use them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, we're talking with Dave Bennett and Mayor Poundell about the, uh, about uh, Bridge Square and uh, some draft plans for Bridge Square. You know, I'm looking mm-hmm. at uh, the uh, – there's a very good video out there, by the way, uh, on the City of Northfield's website. I don't know if Sam Temple made that video. I, I think that's his voice out there, yes. isn't it? Yeah. did a great yes. job with it. Uh, good job, Sam. But uh, there's also some drawings out there. One of the things that I noticed uh, – well, first of all, i got to ask you, what in the world is a Woonerf? <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: it's really uh it's i'd say it's a complete street type term like if uh, that'd be over in in europe they use that term so it's really uh a place where you you have vehicles and pedestrians and bicyclists so it's it's more of a a street that's what we would call i guess in america would be more of a complete street more you more use user friendly for for all ages and abilities
0: all right mm-hmm.
2: now back to uh, you mentioned parking there
0: I, uh, one of the things i've noticed is the plan appears to uh, cross out about uh, 30 parking spaces that are like the closest ones to bridge square the place where people are going to is that is that do I, am i reading that right is that correct is that a mm-hmm. just something that's on there right now what could it be adjusted where are we at with that parking situation
2: so, I would say in the when we look at the phasing and timeline, so phase one is the, the really the the plaza that we're calling the green and the the terrace, and really that initial phase, which we're thinking in the next that would happen potentially in the next five years, really does not take out any parking. Um, the only spots that would probably go out is where the where we had the, the portable bathrooms kind of that were closed right over the recent uh, last couple of years. And then in the future, I think we'd be be looking at the parking. I think we've indicated and I think we've said to the public we will not be taking parking until we have a plan in place long-term on what we want to do with the parking yeah. down there. So. I think it's still up in the air, but no parking would would go uh, without another plan and what we'd want to do with that. You know, uh, when you're doing this, I'm guessing that you took
0: into consideration. (laughs) I'm sure people came up and spoke. We've got, you know, some big events that go on in Ridge Square all the time uh, between uh, the Riverfront uh, uh, Art Fair and also Defeat of Jesse James Days and a lot of little things. Those things uh, taken into consideration when uh, the design was being drafted drafted mm-hmm.
2: yes yeah, so uh we did reach out to all the to those stakeholder groups and really wanted to hear their input and feedback and i think with this plan it, it does have a lot of flexibility so you know for defeat with with their tent set up where the beer gardens are with where all the vendors come in we have a lot of s- flexible space so those those spaces can still be utilized for that setup so and then mm-hmm. for like vintage band You know, one of the things we heard in one of the previous concepts was, should we have more of a permanent type performance band shell? And I I think through the initial, we heard that, you know, a permanent one down there does not make sense in this space, but it still allows for the vintage band setup and the stage and the portable stage to really have that event down there.
0: All right. Uh, Did you you look like you have something to add? I just
1: like this plan. (laughs) Can I just (laughs) say that? I mean, uh, our consultants and staff and all of the input that we've received, I mean, as you look at it and you start taking into consideration some of those things that you mentioned, Jeff, Vintage Band, DJJD, and the flexibility that they've created with the design of the space uh, that, like, the green can accommodate food trucks, um, and Fourth um, Street and uh, the different streets that frame Bridge Square right now that, which wouldn't be Phase One, right? That nope. would be future Phase, where it would raise the level of the streets so that it would be much more accessible and easier for people to be able to filter around. You you don't have to worry about stumbling off uh, the. The curb line? The curb line. I mean, you're watching. There's lots of people around. And if it's flat there, it just makes it so much better for people of all ages and abilities, people pushing strollers, people behind walkers. It just makes it so much better. And so I'm just really excited about this. Uh, It's amazing that people can take all of these different interests and concerns and meld them together and come up with something that for future generations will work so well.
0: Full disclosure, um, I really like the, the the plan as well, the design. You know, it may need some tweaks here or there. I'm not really yeah. sure, but overall, uh, that looks like a much more usable design for everybody involved. Yes. Everyone yeah. involved. Um, but let's let's talk about the phases. You would mentioned phase one, phase two. What are we looking at uh, for phase one? And as far as the improvement and also the time schedule. Yeah. Uh, is that going to be starting sure. soon?
2: Sure. So I would say once we get through uh, and work through and get with council to adopt really the final plan, it really would get into our, our capital planning and phasing. So I'd say phase one, which is kind of the the area of bridge care within the street. So it really does not impact the streets around there. So that would be the plaza, the green area, and the, and the promenade. So that would be closing of the water street segment that comes through there. That would be the phase one probably would happen within pro- the next five years if Uh, and then really the, the later phases are really to be determined. So the, the river walk, um, and the landing. So we've talked about a potentially modification of the dam or altering the dam to activate the river more and, and maybe that, so that, that's still something that would need to be studied and looked at. So that would be in the future phase. And then really the streets, um, you know, that could be out 10 years. I I mean, I will say in the streets downtown, I mean, they're, they were built in the seventies. You can see a lot of the sidewalks are being patched in quite a bit. You can see the the pavers are being patched in. So, you know, those are in the future. But there's definitely, we're starting to see the wear and tear on the streets and the sidewalks down here. So it's probably like 10 years out for for that. But certainly some of those... Or more in the future, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. All for one big uh, one big thing uh, though is the cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not going to be uh, cheap. The way it, the way it looks, actually, nothing is cheap yes. in this day and age. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, do we have any idea what uh, this is might cost five years, ten years from now? Mm-hmm. And where, where that, more importantly, I guess, where that money is going to come from—is that going to be bonded, or is it within some type of budget? Or?
2: Good question, Jeff. I think we're, we're working that out. We, are once we have the concept, the, the consultant will price it out in phase in the different phases, so we have an idea, um, and then really we'll be working with council on the, the funding. So. We 're not sure if it 'll be just a uh, direct through the levy or if it'll come right through some different sources of funding or if it 's a combination of uh, of with downtown and some of the economic development type stuff going on down here uh, related to the funding, so that the funding uh, source is to be determined I, I would say
1: yeah mm-hmm. I think one of the benefits of having an adopted plan is it it creates an opportunity where we can leverage uh, local funds with some funds from say other pots of money we can leverage it with some state grants or maybe there's some federal dollars but absence of an actual plan you you don't have any way to showcase your project to other entities to be able to bring in additional dollars to accomplish it and then i would just say in terms of cost i think um everything costs I mean, stormwater ponds are like, just to create those and update those, like a half million dollars. Our streets are in the millions of dollars. Nothing Taking care of the city is expensive, but you cannot deter general maintenance. You can't deter constantly really looking at how can you prepare your community and the local infrastructure which includes a lot that falls all underneath uh, Dave's department really a significant part of it it all costs and I think it just preparing our community uh, to be livable for all people of all ages uh, designing our streets our parks taking care of our stormwater ponds our sidewalks yes it all costs, and it costs a lot, but uh, just leaving it to future generations to take care of is also irresponsible. So I'm just really appreciative of um, the community's feedback and input. There's an actual survey that people can fill out. Facebook comments, not so helpful. So if you've commented on Facebook, I would just say take the time to go in and fill out the survey And give us the comments there. That's where it's going to be most helpful. But think long term. This is long term. It's a plan. And as soon as we get this project taken care of, then we can continue to focus on the other needs of the community. So, and um,
2: Um, so I I just so we're collecting input. So if you go to the city's website through the middle of March, so uh, take time to go on, watch the video. um, Take a you can zoom in and out on the plan if you want to click on it and look at it closer. And certainly uh, reach out and ask questions uh, to me if you have have any questions. And then uh, we're trying to take all those comments um, and then really bring it back to council and, and share the input that we received, make any final adjustments to the plans, and have council adopt them.
0: All right. We are out of time, but yeah. thank you so much. Very interesting, folks. And there's a lot of information on the website, and you can take that survey and do give them, uh, put down your thoughts in the survey fashion, not uh, necessarily <laughs> Facebook or yes. any other type of social media. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> that is Northfield Mayor Rhonda Powell, City uh, Engineer Dave Bennett. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080. Coming up in just a moment or so, we'll have a look at the local news with Rich. State news is next. At Great Rivers Mutual, you get the coverage you need from the people you know. And we will be there for you when you need us most, because at Great Rivers Mutual, we grow trust locally. With 18 agencies and over 100 agents across Minnesota, including Northfield, Kenyon, Wanamingo, Goodhue, and Lakeville areas, our agents provide friendly, personalized service, and know how to build a customized insurance package to fit your needs. For big company amenities with a small town feel, visit GreatRiversMutual.com to find an
1: agent near you.
0: Minnesota News Network. Good morning. I'm Brent Palm. The proposed Tamarack Nickel Mine, about 50 miles east of Duluth, among spotlighted projects as President Biden announced what he calls major investments in domestic production of critical minerals and materials. We can't build a future that's made in America if we ourselves are dependent on China for the materials that power the products of today and tomorrow. And this is not anti-China or anti-anything else. It's pro-American. There is some local opposition to the nickel mine in northeastern Minnesota, but statewide environmental groups are still evaluating the project. Jury deliberations expected today after a month of testimony in the federal civil rights trial of three ex-Minneapolis officers accused in the death of George Floyd. Former U.S. Attorney Tom Heffelfinger anticipates... It's going to be a challenge for the jury to keep all three cases separate and not to just throw them all into the same pile with uh, Derek Chauvin. Thomas Lane, J. Alexander King, and Tao also face a separate state trial on charges they aided and abetted Derek Chauvin. Congressman Tom Emmers co-sponsoring legislation that would make permanent several individual rates and deductions in the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act. Minnesota Republicans said, quote,